welcome back to the Mountains and the Sea, where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album every other week. I'm Christy. And this is Josh. And we're so glad that you're back with us today. Today! Today! We are covering the chocolate invasion. We are being invaded <laughs> by chocolate. <laughs> yes. It is a compilation of NPG Music Club tracks from 2001 and 2002. Right. This and The Slaughterhouse were released on the same day, March 29th, 2004, just two days after Musicology. Today we are talking about the original configuration. Right. Because so. it has been changed uh, when it was put on title in 2015. There was some shuffling of tracks going on. That's right. It was, uh, we lost a track, gained a track. Yep. Order was changed a slight bit. Correct. A little bit of revisionist Prince history going Mm -hmm. on there. Uh, (laughs) They removed The Dance, probably because it was an early version of The Dance from 3121. Yes. And moved My Medallion onto the compilation in its place. Mm -hmm. And we will talk about that. In a later episode. My Medallion. Yes. Yes. We'll talk about My Medallion in a future episode. Yes. It's, it's a good thing that I've kept it in my safe. With my other Your Olympic... medallion? Yeah, with my other Olympic medals that I uh, won. <laughs> From Mario and Sonic go to the... <laughs> the Winter Games. <laughs> yep, yep. Back in February here in Texas when we had <laughs> snow and ice. <laughs> Me, Mario, and Sonic competed in the Winter Olympics, and I won a medal. Actually, that didn't. That's not true. That game's terrible, so we don't, don't own it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> anyway, this was supposed to be the Slaughterhouse and the Chocolate Invasion, supposed to be part of a larger seven CD set that was effectively canceled in 2003. Right. They claim for manufacturing issues, oh, but I, I, I think it's not true. Uh, no. <laughs> they know how to make CDs. That's not a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, or issue them digitally. Right. Yeah. I think they just had to give a reason, and they didn't want to say, Prince has changed his mind, so... <laughs> we promised you this thing, and Prince changed his mind because we promised it to you... Two years ago, and Prince has lost complete interest. That's right. He's moved on and has eight unreleased albums (laughs) since then. (laughs) Things have changed. Yep. Many of these songs uh, are believed to have been intended for an album that was scheduled for 2000 called High. Correct. That was also abandoned. Correct. But it seems like all of those songs came out. Yes. Other ways. Yes, there are none that are missing now. So Mm -hmm. if you want to put yourself together a configuration of high as it was believed to have been configured, you can do that, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And artwork for high. Did you read about that? (laughs) Yeah, I have have some things to say about it. Oh, okay. A little little later. I mean, we can talk about it, just that it's Prince naked. Yes. With his cymbal guitar. Yes. And my least favorite hairstyle of his, which is the Raven to the Joy Fantastic era with the lots of little ponytails. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But very naked prints. Yep. I, I think you can even see like some pubes. Oh, really? I think so. I, I didn't look that closely. Like a mound of stuff. Okay. 
if you're into that sort of thing. I'm, I mean, I'm not into it. I'm just telling you what I saw. <laughs> so there was, uh, yeah, that was the cover. And then also Steve Park posted a couple of years ago other artwork that had uh, Prince's hand holding a CD. And you can tell that it's his hand because he has such pronounced knuckles. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no mistaking. Huh? No, no mistaking that it's... Prince's hand. Cool. And Prince Phalanges. <laughs> like Regina. That's right. Uh-huh. Regina Phalanges. Exactly. Goldie's Parade had a review, and I didn't totally agree with it. They didn't love this album. I think I liked it a little more than they did, but they had this particular statement that I thought was pretty accurate. The Chocolate Invasion is a compilation rather than a collection of songs conceived for one album. It makes for quite an eclectic listening experience. I agree. I would judge this not as an album, but as a, you know, part one of two collection. Mm -hmm. You know, if you weren't in the, this is the kind of stuff that I actually complain about not happening more, that there are all these songs that um, don't really have a home. And if you missed out, if you weren't part of the MPG Music Club when it was first founded, essentially, then there was no way for you to get these tracks. And them compiling, you know, maybe the best of, Uh putting 10 per album, uh, 10 per collection, I guess you could say, uh, makes a lot of sense. And now they're on streaming services and they're not missing or abandoned. Mm -hmm. And there was at least proper artwork done for them. So, um, yeah, I think it's a neat summary of that era of Prince's music, Mm -hmm. you know, and also omits all the NPG audio shows and the live stuff and other things that were released. But at least there's some, you know, a best of collection is almost, you know, right. What it is. Yeah. You mentioned the artwork, Sam Mm -hmm. Jennings did the design, Mm -hmm. um, and the sexy, sexy seventies feel art was by Debbie McQuan. Okay. Yeah, the illustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was originally released as a WMA, Windows Media Audio format. Just yep. lossy in the way that MP3s are. Yeah. But less widely supported. Less widely supported <laughs> and also with um, digital rights yes. management right. on them also, which made them just a complete pain. I remember... Uh, downloading yes. this uh-huh. and other songs from the NPG Music Club uh, that were released in that format, immediately burning them to an audio disc and then re-ripping them in you know uh-huh. a more widely supported format, which I hated doing because you're basically making a copy of a copy and it's degraded right. audio quality. Right. But uh, not being a Windows user, A, and B worried about the club shutting down someday Uh and the digital rights management expiring, which is exactly what happened. Yep. There's lots of people online complaining that I paid $10 for this album and I cannot play my original files. Yep. And no, you cannot. That's, you should have done something with them to ensure that you could. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. iTunes and Apple abandoned that format in 2009. Yeah. So, I mean... You yeah. couldn't even like import them into iTunes after that. Yeah, so you'll have to find a converter of some kind. Mm-hmm. So you were very smart to do that early on. Always have a backup. Uh-huh. Always have a backup. Back up your backup. You should back up your backup also. That is sage advice. <laughs> 
All right. Are we ready to talk about the music? Um, or do you have anything else to say about the hmm, album? Hmm. Now let's talk about the music. Okay. When I Lay My Hands on You is the first track that we have. Mm-hmm. It was first released February the 18th of 2001 as a free NPG Music Club download. Right. So kind of like a join the club and here's the kind of cool thing you'll get. Yep. Uh, there was a one minute and nine second short form video, a videoette, if you will. Okay. A small band, there was fog, a pretty woman was dancing, holding a sign that says the truth. There was some really on the nose interpretive dancing. Okay. That happened there, like he says, pull your hair, uh-huh. and he it literally happens. pulls her hair. Ugh. Gosh. But Reminding it's only a minute and nine seconds. I have, maybe I saw that when we were members, because we were members of the NPG Music Club. Yes. Um, But I have not seen that in 20 years, literally. Yeah, it was not good hair. And the quality isn't good anymore, because the format was so old. Uh Uh-huh. Of course, I'll link to it on the social media, which you can find us on Facebook, the Mountains and the Sea of Prince podcast, on Twitter, at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast, or you can send us an email, TMATSpodcast at gmail.com. But uh, the link that I have for that particular video, it's it's a little, uh, the kids call it potato pixels. Yes. Yeah. Not just the kids as in the young people, but our kids. Like our children, Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, they weren't exactly streaming 4K video no. back in 2001. <laughs> no. We were telling our kids about when these songs would be released on the MBG Music Club that we would hit whatever star 99 code on our home landline to disable call waiting. Right. And then set the uh, downloads to run overnight. Uh-huh. And it might have been it may- 50 megabytes. Yeah. And would take all night long yeah. to download. And you just had to hope that it didn't get corrupted on the way down. Or... Yep. And I would say three times out of ten, it had to be redone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was tough living back then. <laughs> but we, were so, we thought it was just the coolest thing. It was cool. It was cool. I noticed that on Prince Vault, they list Prince as all instruments and vocals, but that's clearly not the case. No. Because there is a female singer... Uh, in the chorus. Yeah, um, we don't know who she is. Right. Here's a fun lyric to start a download-only album. The message you're about to hear is not meant for transmission. Exactly. The message you're about to hear is not meant for transmission. Yes. I thought it was super fun. It's almost like NASA sending Voyager out into space, you know, with a, what's on it? Like a gold record or something Uh with different languages and that kind of stuff. And this is like their, his first, you know, message to the interwebs (laughs) and his first message is what you're about to hear is not meant to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, you know, the story changes as you get along, but you're almost like, Ooh, this is Uh top secret. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. We've unlocked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, definitely a ballad, but a very seductive ballad. Uh huh. Kind of 
dark and mm-hmm. ominous. Yeah. And yeah. D- dirt, dirty sounding. Uh huh. Are you ready for the only forever? We'll both obtain the only joy in this forsaken Yes. This is the kind of ballad I can get behind because it's like dirty and uh-huh. not like ballady or sappy. Yes. Or finger pointy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which we've had That's plenty true. of from Prince. That's true. That you could say that him saying this is the only forever we'll both obtain is like I get forever in like heaven and <laughs> You are clearly dirty enough to go to hell. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant, though. <laughs> no, but... Although this is, you know, coming off the heels of, uh, or leading up to, I should say, the Rainbow Children era mm. and his deep dive into Jehovah's Witness right. religion. Yeah. And oh. speaking of religion, he really does, like intertwines sex and religion very shortly after that you'll feel ashamed and ordained mm-hmm. when i lay my hands on you yes like that's some like love sexy era yes sex religion yep. mashup here i love it yeah um, I wanted to point out your uh, mention of Are You Ready for the Only Forever Will Both Obtain uh-huh. at a minute 58 seconds just before he sings Obtain. Uh-huh. If you listen closely, there's a chorus of falsetto princes singing ooh, 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 ooh in the background cool. that I had never really picked up on before. <laughs> thought it was kind of a neat uh, kind of buried prince vocalization type thing mm-hmm. at two minutes and 19 seconds there's kind of a wind up for the rap portion of this uh, thing you know uh-huh. like nobody knows like i know where the deepest part of your river flows Having covered 3121 in a previous episode, I thought it reminded me of like a precursor to the rap portion of Incense and Candles. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. I got a cool idea, my darling. Let's go outside. That kind of thing. I got a cool idea, my darling. Let's go outside. I want to smother you with something as shiny as the ribs of The delivery of this part of When I Lay My Hands on You kind of lays the groundwork for what you'd hear later, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, and a little before that, at a minute and 10 seconds, there's this sound effect Hmm. behind um, the line, the touch you'll feel is the one you've been wishing for. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like the saw they remove casts with. The touch you're about to feel is the one you've been wishing for. It's been healed. Oh, And it's really like interesting and disconcerting in the way that it's there's these two like you want my touch you desire it but it's kind of a little dangerous too Mm -hmm. i'm a little creeped out by the saw they use to remove casts (laughs) that's what it sounds like like it sounds dangerous but it's not actually really dangerous if used improperly if used improperly could be deadly 
Yes, but the touch that you're getting from Prince is not an improper touch. I mean, it may be improper if you're in uh, mixed company, but the hmm. two of but two people together, right? Yeah. It's acceptable. He, it's he's an expert at the touch. Yes. Yes. I thought that the sound that you were going to mention is um, one that I picked up on right at the beginning of the song. Okay. We're going backwards now, but um, <laughs> the drums at the beginning, there's, it's not even really drums, but it sounds like slowed down beatboxing by Prince. Okay. And you can hear it six seconds and at 13 seconds and at other parts during the song too that I thought just kind of this... Oh, okay. Um, very interesting. Yeah, and he intros his smoking guitar solo mm-hmm. by invoking Santana playing Europa. Right. Which is a song from Santana's 1976 album, Amigos. I will test thee in the softest manner, like Europa in the hands of Santana. I thought that Europa was the name of Santana's guitar. Oh. I didn't realize that it was the name of a song. Uh-huh. Um, so I've always, up until, I don't know, four days ago, I thought that he was saying, uh, like, Europa in the hands of Santana, like how Santana would play his guitar masterfully. Oh. Not that it's a... And it was a single, like an yeah. instrumental single. Yeah. Um, oh, it did great on the charts. Yeah. But Europa is an awesome name for a guitar. I, that's why I was like, <laughs> that's just what I assumed. I didn't. You know? It never occurred to me that people might name their guitar like they named their car. Oh, well, Prince did. Yeah. He had Habibi. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll learn about that later. Okay. Very um, cool. Yeah, a lot of this is played like Santana, you know, the the mm-hmm. kind of uh, stuttery guitar parts that are throughout this is very Santana-inspired. I don't know, 2001, was this before or after Santana had his big comeback with, what's his name from Matchbox 20? Smooth. Yes. That's what it was. I can't even think of the song. Oh, after. Okay, so yeah, Santana this... had come back into the... You know, top 40 at this point. Right, yeah, with Smooth and Rob Thomas. Gotcha. And their collaboration yep. in 1999. Right. Yes. I thought, I mean, during the guitar solo there, too, all I can picture is Prince's funky face or his uh-huh. guitar face during that last yeah. chorus and the whole guitar solo. And I'm like you, I love this because it's a ballad, but it's not a typical Prince ballad. It's soft but hard. It's lullaby and rock. Also reminds me a little bit of Shh from the Gold oh, Experience. Yeah. Very sexy. Uh-huh. It's, it's an uh, interesting opener. I think it's a... Normally, I'm not like a... I think I complained about this in our last episode with Taja Seville. Uh-huh. Why are you opening your album... With a ballad. debut album with a ballad? And here, Prince is doing it. In fact, that this song was uh, supposedly the opening track of High also. Uh-huh. So it was twice yes. scheduled as the... Opener. Opener. Yeah. Yes, but when you have a ballad that's this good and this unusual, mm-hmm. totally fine to tee open it up your... first, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a pretty classic Prince tune. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is Judas Smile, first released August the twenty eighth of two thousand and one, part of the NPG Music Club edition number seven. Mm-hmm. There is an overdub in this version at four minutes and forty six seconds that was not on that original 
yes. release. Right. Yeah, a little bit of, I don't know, censoring mm-hmm. yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the, the add-in chocolate invasion stuff, I think. No, I thought the overdub you're talking about is when uh, they get to the word N-I-G-G-A. Oh, okay. There's an instrument kind of played over it, so you can't oh, really okay. hear it. Maybe so. It's um, later that they add Chocolate Invasion. It's a different song. Sorry. Correct. I get confused. Correct. Yeah, yeah. The other voices in this song, and there are at least a couple other voices other than Prince, are uncredited. Yeah. We don't know for sure who they are. Right. Um, I love the use of the word bamboozled. You've been bamboozled. Don't wait. Yeah, I don't. It's uh, also unknown if that kind of uh, was Prince's doing, or was he already slated to contribute to the Spike Lee film Bamboozled, and yes, that's where he kind of. I think so. I think so too. It seems like kind of a weird coincidence that the word bamboozled would end up in yeah a song like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I would bet money that it was they were concurrently worked on. Sure. And uh, the song he contributed to that soundtrack was 2045 Radical Man. Yeah. Angie Stone also mm-hmm. contributed a track to that soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, a song called Slippery Shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've got that somewhere laying around. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. the bamboozled soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can we talk about the title? And sure. how it was misnamed when it was first issued oh, sure. on the MPG Music Club. Uh, first download, it was labeled as Judas Kiss. Mm-hmm. And then later changed to Judas Smile. Yes. Which is interesting. Yes. Very bold. God's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. This is God singing to Prince. I yeah. think. Um, Before me, there was nothing. Before me. Was nothing. I brought life and you believed. I brought the life and you believed. I tried to change it up with temptation. Which I thought was uh-huh. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got bored with everybody good being good in the Garden of Eden, so I introduced temptation. Mix it up a little. You mix it up. So I in my notes I wrote down that it's almost like it's being sung by Prince taking on the persona of Jesus oh, okay. or God, maybe singing to Carmen Electra, perhaps, oh. or other band members who he took on as a protege and turned on him, oh. or by his perception turned on him. Because oh. it's all about betrayal, right? That's where that's the whole story of Judas right. was betraying Jesus with a kiss by revealing him, by uh-huh. kissing him. And then I think the whole term Judas smile is this kind of sneer, underhanded, backstabbing kind of act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but I also kind of think it's backstab because he has a lyric with the title in it. And uh, the day your love led to revenue, mm-hmm. in return, a Judas smile. The day your love led to revenue. So it's kind of like using your God-given gifts to to turn a prophet is sort of like a betrayal to God. Yeah. That's kind of how I saw it Mm -hmm. is, you know, yes, he was betrayed, but 
he might be also betraying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, even the line right after that, I think is interesting. What I am will never fade away. Like you being funky, it'll never be. What I am never fade away. So obviously this isn't the kind of thing that God or Jesus would say or sing to anyone. (laughs) So it's the, I think starting at verse two, it seems like it's back to Prince singing as himself, maybe directing lyrics to, like I said, former band members or Carmen Electra, Maite at this point, Mm -hmm. perhaps, Mm -hmm. Um, unclear. I would also say... At the beginning of verse two, you should listen to Prince's beatboxing in the right channel for the first two lines um, where he sings, I changed your name. It didn't suit you. I did the same for a little while. That's what I thought seemed like a God. Yes. Um, point of view yes whereas because prince prince didn't change his name right he god was ins- did it for he him. was inspired by god to yeah do that, well right? god changed his name like okay. he you know he, he wasn't inspired god did it and god did it himself too you know i did i, I did the same for a little while uh-huh yeah right i just i thought it was so like fun and funny yeah i love the uh the end of that what I am, you will finally see, then you will admit in four-part harmony. Mm-hmm. And there's literally four-part harmony Yeah. as he enters the chorus. What I am, what I am you will finally see. Then you will admit in four-part harmony. Unidentified female singer who sings, come on, come on, give it to me, baby, mm-hmm. at four minutes and 17 seconds, is followed by just some of the most awesome Prince synthesizers and bass yes. that you will hear on any Prince track. Come on, come on, give it to me, baby. That bass guitar is amazing it really is yes mm-hmm. do you know who mr charlie is or mr aussie man i saw that the way that the lyrics were transcribed on a bunch of different sites and i think that's an error i don't oh. think it's mr aussie man i think it's mr rc man record company oh. mr rc man what makes okay. you think i'll work for you paying 15 cents on the dollar right that's what prince kind of would go to at this time is you know for every uh, CD sold cost $18 and the artist makes a dollar off of that essentially right. 15 cents on the dollar those are the wages of a fool and then there's the N-I-G-G-A drowned out in this uh-huh. version by sound effects that I think is the overdub that oh, um, you read about okay. so yeah I th- I saw that too as Mr. Aussie Man uh-huh. as in like man from Australia yeah I was like, like no, was no, no, the no, record no. executive from Australia? no no Mr. R.C. Man makes yes. a lot yeah. A lot more sense, but I still don't know who Mr. Charlie was. 
Yeah, I don't either. I couldn't find a record executive or anybody with like power over what Prince might be working on that was named Charlie either as a first or last name in or around yeah. the late 70s. Yeah. Because he mentions 1979 there specifically. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of this that is lost on me and probably most everyone else too. Yeah. Even 1979 times two, or maybe a bit before that. What does that I mean? I have no idea. 1979 times two, or maybe a bit before that. 1979 times two. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't got there yet. <laughs> That's a long way away. Yeah, yeah. It's like the year 4,000. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that he name checks a bunch of black artists who are yeah. the chocolate invasion. Yes. That's great. He does. And then there's also the female singer behind him who whispers others also. Yeah. Peace to common, Prince says. Mm-hmm. And a woman in the background is saying, D'Angelo, Macy Gray, Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Peace to common, to Brother Curtis, Big Love, Macy Yo, Erica Badu. There is also some sound effects going on in this song that I wanted to point out. There's the word yeah at five minutes and 24 seconds after he says punks. Confess uh-huh. these shuffling punks at five minutes, 25 seconds. You can hear yeah. Confess these shuffling punks. Yeah, the one claiming And at five minutes and 27 seconds, a car engine sound after the word sin. Everyone claiming no sin. Everyone claiming no sin. Act the fool if you want. And we'll hear those same sound effects. Mm-hmm. And yeah, later in different songs. Oh. I wanted to point them out here. Okay. Because they appear later in okay. these other songs that clearly make them work as a compilation and indicate again that they were recorded around the same period of time, too. Very cool. I don't know how you label this song. Like, what is, you know, obviously the first song was more like a ballad. This is like a funky electro yep. synth jam thing uh, with very interesting drum cadence. I remember hearing it first and wishing I understood it maybe a little more. Uh huh. But feeling like, well, it's not really my fault if I can't follow this because a lot of it seems very personal. But the music itself sounded like nothing I'd ever heard from Prince. And it made me super excited Uh to be part of the MPG Music Club. Like, I was all on board. Like, this is worth it to get this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. All I remember thinking that after, like, the first couple of downloads, like, okay, it's kind of a pain in the ass to download all this stuff. But, I mean, what we've gotten already was totally worth the money that we'd spent to be a part of the club. Yeah, by far the best year-long commitment to Uh the club and it was like prince was all in that first year too and you could tell at least at the beginning he was very much into trying to make it work and Uh making it special yeah he was enjoying doing it and we got to be a part of it for as long as he enjoyed doing it and also got you know concert tickets and things so we i mean we didn't get them we got access to them early so that we could go to the sound check and all that fun stuff but it was totally worth it oh yeah and then we have 
the third song. Super cute. Yeah, all one word. Yes, all one word. Released as a single April 14th, 2001 as a standalone single. Mm -hmm. Sold at Hit and Run Tour Stops and Celebration 2001. Yep. There is a promotional videoette. Okay. For this, I believe it's a minute and eight seconds in length, but I cannot find a safe link. Oh, really? I found one link, uh-huh. and the computer told me I really shouldn't go visit this link. And you listened to what your computer I said. I did, because I'm like, I don't want to risk it. It's okay. probably not great, and it's a minute long, and, you know, if anybody has a good link to it, please feel free to... Let me guess, because I've not seen it. There's a plane landing in the video. I have no idea. I mean, there must be, <laughs> There's right? There's probably someone looking at their watch, and you get a quick cut to their watch. Uh-huh, at 10.40 p.m. 20 to 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. She's their international lover, right. arriving on her 747. That's right. Mm-hmm. So the song starts off with that plane sound yeah. effect, grinding guitar, piano, and this fast hi-hat. Mm-hmm. This is another song that I'm like, I've not heard anything like this from Prince before, and it made me feel like uh, some of the complaints that some fans had was, this is like Prince going into isolation mode, and he's, you know, kind of doing all this himself, and you can tell because it's lazy, and I'm like, I really kind of like this a lot. (laughs) I really lazy, do. Lazy, lazy ass. I'd like to see what you do with it. <laughs> complainers, complainy complainer sense. Yeah. Just take a hike. Just the way the chorus is delivered. It is so catchy. It's kind of uh-huh. sung wrapped. Yeah, yeah, she's a gold digger, but she don't even care because she's so cute. It's her right. superpower. That's right. Mm-hmm. Prince is magnetic. She can't even go home after she gets off the plane. She's got to go see him, him as in me, mm-hmm. yes. before she even goes home. Right. She comes to see him, him as in me. She comes to see in the chorus, at a minute and seven seconds after he says, on display, mm-hmm. you can hear the yeah and the car engine sound oh, effect from okay. that we heard first. And I don't want to say it's from Judas Smile, because I don't know which was recorded first. But they share that same yeah and car engine sound effect. Every time I see a body on display, I gotta call a name from the DJ And, uh... At a minute 44 seconds after he says wild, yeah, again. I love how he leaves off suit after birthday yes. most of the time. Yes, and you kind of can, you, your mind fills it in. Super cute and yeah. suit rhyme, so he doesn't even have to say it. Right. See, you're in our birthday, super, super cute. cute. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
I love it. I love it so much. I do not understand the Jericho line, though. And Jericho falls when we discern the lie. And Jericho falls when we all discern the lie. Yeah, I don't know that either. That seems like going back to the, this more personal religious reading and this kind of thing I mean, that's almost out of out of place here. It, it really is because I'm familiar with that story. It's in the book of Joshua in the Christian Bible. Okay. And there's some question as to the accuracy of the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the point of the story was never historical accuracy. It was about trusting in God and following things that you don't necessarily uh, instruction. You don't necessarily understand. So I don't, I don't understand this line at all. And I wish there was a little more, either more context or maybe a different line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since, you know, that gets into biblical history. Right. And then we, uh, from there, <laughs> we get into vibrators. Yeah, yeah exactly. She gets mad yeah. because he wants to see her toys that right. he uses when she's not there. And she gets mad because she says she doesn't use any and he knows that's a lie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought of how open minded that he's like, well, I get that you masturbate when I'm not here. <laughs> Share it with me. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was open minded and kind of fun and yet very prince like. And also. very, very dirty. It is. Yeah. Three minutes and 29 seconds when he says, shake it round, round. How mm-hmm. coyly that's said. Um, makes me smile. Yeah. Love it. Shake it around. Wonderful song. Very, very fun to sing. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah you can. That's what's great is if you have a terrible voice like me. <laughs> You can sing the chorus because it just requires like you to kind of shout sing. Uh-huh. It's Maybe almost spoken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. So thank you yeah. for making the song something that mm-hmm. I can sing along to. That's right. And it's really fun to learn all the words. Yes, it is. Yes. I will say, too, this is like Prince going full Alanis Morissette on a lot of these songs. <laughs> okay. Alanis Morissette had a tendency to cram a whole lot of lyrics into her songs. Yeah. And that happens on a lot of these tracks. Yeah. Um, well, Ju- that Judas was, Smile being one of them. That was something that Prince did a lot in the 90s. I yeah. mean, so really, especially like in the Symbol album, the Love Symbol album, oh, yes. I think we talked about that, that there was just so many words. Yeah, lots and lots of uh-huh. words. But I don't mind that at all. It's very fun. Yeah, I don't mind it. I'm just saying it's uh, definitely indicative of the time period. period. That's fair. Then we have Underneath the Cream, the B-side to Super Cute. Right. Also was in the NPG Music Club number 10 Mm -hmm. on November 15th, 2001. So it makes sense that they're arranged in this compilation back to back. Yes, it does. 
Underneath the cream is a lyric from Hot With You mm-hmm. from Raven to the Joy Fantastic. Yes. Uh, Mr. Morris Hayes contributed some vocals. Mm-hmm. It's romantic and dirty. It is. We get this drum intro with Prince, quote unquote, talking to the sound engineer. Mm-hmm. Could you turn, turn the phones up? Yeah. Wait a minute. Turn the, turn the phones up. Which I don't think was, it seems to me that that was kind of done just to be cool. Uh-huh, it wasn't just a, contrived, yeah. yeah. Made you, f- to make you feel like you were getting something. That's right, special. Like I was yeah, there in the, the recording inside. studio. Yeah. No, you weren't. <laughs> no. You were not. No. I also thought it had, this has more of a demo feel to it than other tracks on the compilation. Maybe it's just the somewhat tinny nature of the drums. Mm-hmm. And like the high-pitched sense throughout the song, too, that's a little reminiscent of Black Sweat, but not as ear-piercing as uh-huh. Black Sweat. Um, almost seems like it's a detailed sketch, but not a final painting of a song. Okay. To me. That's fair. I really like the use of sugar pop. Mm-hmm. It's very endearing and unusual term of endearment. Fun. Very nice. Yeah. Second verse, I thought I just kind of highlighted some lyrics that I had forgotten about that I mm-hmm. thought are nicely done. In particular, cell phone, passport, all your inhibitions spread out on the floor. Mm. Cell phone, passport. Which I think is kind of fun. There's also uh, parts of the chorus that are said in the way that you wanted the voiceover in the the opening track of Tasha Seville's uh, album, Love is Contagious. Can't stop thinking about your thighs (laughs) somewhere in between. He says all like a deep and baritone over this and i'm like hey Hey. that's what prince josh wanted somebody to do over the beginning of tasha seville's song you're right hey girl Uh uh-huh i've been thinking about a lot of things (laughs) most of all you Uh (laughs) can't stop somewhere in between that's what i want to be that's what i want to be there's some vocalizing that turns into lyrics and then back again, mm-hmm. which is really great. Yes. You yeah. stole my last note. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, there's that little kind of, a lot of these songs feature this little kind of cut in rap. You yeah. Know? Um, that's kind of hip hop ish. Maybe a little dated sounding now. Yeah. But um, I don't know. A lot of Prince's rapping to me is still enjoyable. doesn't uh-huh. bother me or I don't wish it was, you know, removed from the song. Right. Yeah. Then we have all one word, sex me, sex me not. Oh, yeah. Originally released June 11th, 2001. 
and the NPG Music Club number five. Mm -hmm. This is an extended version of that. It is. Um, it is one of the few songs that was probably not from the Aborted High album. Right. Yeah. It's like a dirty version of He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not, but yeah. always ends in a version of love. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the initial download of this track was four minutes and 27 seconds. This version is a good minute, 15 seconds longer uh -huh. than that. Yeah. And I had listened to the initial downloads so many times uh -huh. by the time this compilation came out. And I was almost hesitant to even buy it. I'm like, I've got all of this stuff. Do I need this? And then I go, who am I kidding? I'm going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and realizing that there are longer versions with additional lyrics, um, this song being one of them, and I was like, oh, this is so, so cool. <laughs> it's totally worth the $10. Oh, yes, it was. It was totally <laughs> worth downloading Windows media files and converting them like a total nerd. <laughs> Uh, I love the acapella intro and the raw funk of the drums and the synths at the beginning of the song. Sex me, baby. Sex me not. Uh -huh. And again, I would say if you're going to complain about, you know, Prince going into isolation mode, you know, and not having a band per se for all these songs, doing it all himself, this is isolation mode prints at basically his very best uh -huh. if you ask me yep. I, I really love this song <laughs> <laughs> yes me too i love it that he's uh don't bring your inhibitions with you yeah. leave your sister and your underwear at home right leave your sister and your underwear at home Anything that might stop you from doing something dirty yep. or fun, yep. don't bring it with you. Yeah. Check, yep. it, check it at the door. <laughs> yeah. Get some ice cream dad puns going on here. I'm like, he thinks of the most inventive ways of calling somebody cool. Yeah. More chill around the risk wrist than the ice cream man uh -huh. speaking of which you say i like it when i scream uh-huh <laughs> like everybody likes it when prince screams yeah but yeah, yeah it's an ice cream you scream oh yeah ice cream yep speaking of which you say you like it you say you like it when i scream i like it when you do too he says at right in a minute, looky here now, look at my hips. Uh -huh. And I was like, hey, is that a little bit of what did I do from 1987's New Morning oh, show that showed up? I was thinking he was kind of encouraging you to look at the cover from high again because <laughs> you can see his hips there uh-huh except that this one wasn't wasn't planned for high. Mm. that's right it mm -hmm. makes perfect sense then in <laughs> prince world <laughs> i like how he describes the size of his bus his tour bus make you throw down in the back of the bus it's got a big old rear <laughs> I love that. His way of saying that he's going to impress you with his moves. 
I also appreciate quite a bit. Jump back, watch me now. Uh-huh. I'm about to wet your pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember laughing so hard when I heard that the first time, and I still giggle. Yeah. Jump back, watch me now. I'm about to wet your pants. It's very interesting how he has this dirty rap about not breaking vows and yes uh, and that entire part is new to this version starting okay. at two minutes and 17 seconds that's okay. new to this version not in the original version okay i don't need to break any vows to get you high i don't need to break open bottles you and that but before that mm-hmm he has this like uh, wink and a nod about how he's uh, maybe not going to use any prophylactics because he says to her, should you take another pill after morning? Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. Should you take another pill after morning? I'll play the fool. Sex me, baby. Sex me not. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. That whole... New rap part that was added there, yeah. Um, where he says, "I move any skag to a life of repentance." Why are you tripping on the last three words of this sentence? So he's referring <laughs> to life of repentance uh-huh. as you know a hang up for folks, right? I move, I move any skag to a life of repentance. Why are you tripping on the last three words of this sentence? This sentence. I be out on bail. And then you can hear. If you pay attention, the harsh edit back to the original version at two minutes and forty six seconds. Chocolate invasion come. I wanna have fun. See, sex me, baby. Sex me, baby. It goes back to a chorus again, but every time I listen to it, revisiting it for this podcast, I'm like, wow, you can really hear. Uh huh. uh, I mean, it's not a bad edit, but it is clearly kind of a cut there at two minutes and forty six seconds that takes you back to the original version. Cool. Yeah. Three minutes and four seconds to three minutes and 23 seconds. There's an instrumental part with heavy synths, and they seem very borrowed from Judas Smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, also new to this version, so there's like 19 seconds there of additional music. Yeah, I thought there is... Uh... <laughs> Come on, Prince, don't do me like that. It, there's this like echoey bit at four minutes and 16 seconds, and it sounded very James Brown-esque hmm. to me. Come on, Come Prince, on, don't, don't do me don't like that. Sex me, what? Sex me. thought it was really neat. So that part uh, starts at 4 minutes and 16 seconds, and yes. it's after the original version ends. Okay. That whole thing is an extended edition. Okay. And I, I read those lyrics too, Come on, Prince, don't leave me like that. Oh. And I thought that that's mistranscribed too, I've, and maybe I'm wrong, but I've always heard it as, Come on, Prince, don't leave it like that. Sex oh. me what? Sex me. Ooh. Ooh, uh-huh. You know, and he's like kind of giving himself a pep talk, like, don't let the song end there. there. Keep uh-huh. going. Not don't oh. leave me like that. Uh-huh. He's Prince. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. It's, come on, Prince, don't leave it like that. Okay. Stupid online lyrics. <laughs> At four minutes and 42 seconds, there's a yeah. Okay. Same from the previous songs. 
used here too. Very cool ending. Yeah, just a repeat of the title. It's yes. a perfect way to end it. Sex me, baby. Sex me not. It is. That that could have gone on longer and I would have been very <laughs> cool with it. Yeah. Then we have Vavoom, originally released November the 15th, 2001, on the NPG Music Club number 10. Mm-hmm. Another one probably not planned for high. This is an extended version from what was released in the Music Club. Right, the Music Club uh, version was 4 minutes, 6 seconds, uh-huh. and this one is exactly 30 seconds longer. Okay, and yeah. It's, it's mainly good. like extended instrumental parts. Yeah, and an additional chorus. Okay. Yeah. It's got this like record scratch and infectious beat to start. Yeah. Great. Um, um, my notes read kind of cheesy scratches, but I immediately forgive it. Fun drums and awesome guitars right out the bat. Uh huh. And this may have been related to an unreleased song by Graham Central Station called Bada Boom. Oh, I didn't know that. That was recorded at Paisley Park in 2000. Oh. So they may have some similarities, but it's unreleased. So ah, okay. we can't know for sure. Um, I love how he delivers the lyrics on this song. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think of this as, you know, an album or a single listening experience, you've got him singing in a great falsetto in spots. We've got rap, deep gravelly voice prints, and here kind of this uh, voice cracking type delivery mm-hmm. on Vavoom. So there's a lot of variety of vocal delivery in these songs too that I think is easy to overlook. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. And I love these guitars. They're kind of rumbly and have yeah. this really sexy layer to it. Yeah, it almost sounds like Prince stepped in the studio, the song was recorded, and he was just decided, I'm going to lay some guitars on top uh-huh. of this. And it was like done quickly. It's not perfect, Yeah, but its imperfection is what makes it sound spontaneous and fun. Yep. got just a note that says guitars here at 48 seconds with multiple (laughs) exclamation points after it so i guess i must have really liked the guitars at 48 seconds okay (laughs) verse two which i have been singing wrong all the time here's an instance where those stupid online lyric sites i think got it right Uh um first of all the guitars behind Verse two in the right channel are awesome. Pan everything to the right and listen to this, and it's really, really cool. And he's singing, which I could never quite make out. Mm -hmm. Let's do like we did when I first met you. could get that through my head i can i just sang like sounds okay you know not uh-huh. words because i could not understand what he was singing but i think that that's makes perfect sense uh-huh. and is correct fun i really love in the, the third verse it's a little 
nonsensical. And then it uses this, uh, it uses a literary device called assonance, which is um, like rhyming, Mm -hmm. but it's not rhyming. It uses a same sound in the center of a word. So we have balloons, angel food, hotel room, Mm -hmm. afternoon, va-va-voom. So they all have this long O sound. Mm -hmm. And I really think... Or like double O sound. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, And I thought it was really interesting and fun and all Mm -hmm. these things come together for this sexy time. And Yes. Even how he delivers the word afternoon. Uh Uh-huh. Afternoon. Uh I can't even do it. I sound like an idiot. And he sounds like all sexy and seductive. (laughs) It really pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) And just before that, too, when he says uh, hotel room, Uh I don't care, there's uh, some coy laughter in the left channel at two minutes and 34 seconds after he sings I don't care. Uh That I think is kind of fun. Hotel room. There are more lyrics here that I never quite understood correctly. Um, After noon, seven maids with a tale to share. Uh Which I think is very interesting. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. 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 Nice. (laughs) And then he says. Uh, get a ride, mm-hmm. and there's a literal sound effect of a car. Which is the same car from the previous songs, mm-hmm. just uh, slightly different. Mm-hmm. I can get a ride. Come on, get a ride. Same but slightly different. Makes yeah. good sense. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But then that guitar solo does take us on a ride. It does. Yeah. And he, the way that um, there are samples of him singing Valum there too, where mm-hmm. he says, come on, get a ride, baby. Va, va. Uh-huh. It is yeah. super, super cool. Yeah. Come on, get a ride, baby. down all these lyrics and I don't know what possessed him to say I'm gonna do instead of singing baboom I'm gonna like sample myself here uh-huh. and not even complete the made up word baboom I'm just gonna ba ba and it's just it's weird and fun uh-huh. and cool all yeah. at the same time yeah he has a way of making unusual experimental things yeah really great with his voice with instruments uh-huh. Or both together. Yes. Yeah. One thing we don't get a lot of on this compilation is a classic Prince scream, but there is one at three minutes and 55 seconds to about four minutes uh-huh. in this song. So I thought I had to make a note of that because we don't get a lot of screams. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But in this song, we do. <laughs> thought this is like just kind of cool prince rock and roll Mm -hmm. uh infectious it's i was trying to think of well what kind of what other prince song would you kind of put this in a same category with and i the only song i could come up with was like party man oh um it's fun it's kind of silly in parts 
I'm not saying they're the same or even similar, but I couldn't really think of any other oh. Vavoom-like songs by um, Prince. I can. I'm trying to think of the name of it. The one named after the actress's daughter. Oh, uh, on MPL Sound, Valentina? Yes. Oh, Valentina's got this kind of Spanish vibe to it, I thought. Yeah, but it kind of is in the same hmm. category. Interesting. Uh, I, w- I would kind of group them all together into hmm. kind of similar sort of thing he was trying. Even if he was using different sounds, uh-huh. it's, they're sort uh-huh. of... I had I didn't I didn't get there. I, I I had Party Man and I also had Cream as maybe okay. maybe a distant cousin. Okay. You know, good old cousin Cream. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Hi. Hi. The actual Hello, how are you doing, I'm, darling? I'm okay. I'm busy right now though. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, this is High, the title song for the aborted 2000 album. Right. It was originally released December the 15th, 2001, NPG Music Club number seven. Right. With a clip in the audio show. Yeah. Uh, It was criminal. I remember hearing the clip of it in the first audio show. I'm like, Uh where is this song? Yeah. And then it was weeks and weeks and weeks before it finally showed up. Oh, months. It came out in February. Yeah. And then they didn't release the song until December. So you get to hear it in the first audio show. You get to hear a clip of it. And you're like, come on, man. Where's the rest of it? And you you get it for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You thought you were getting it as a Valentine's Day gift, and you were wrong. It was until really Christmas. Yeah, exactly. There were some additional vocals by Kip Blackshire mm-hmm. and DVS, yeah. which is David Schwartz, yeah. a rapper for the NPG on occasion, yep. and also in the band, the band Funky Baldheads, yep. F-O-N-K-Y, yes. um, and he also did the graphic design for the album cover for High. Correct. Which got aborted. Right. Yeah. Must have felt great. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I looked at that picture of Prince naked for so long. And That's now right. I had to zoom nobody in. Nobody is even going to... I had to work around his pubes. Yeah. And <laughs> then they didn't even use it. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so can we make mention here of the album sequence? Sure. That we... Th- believe to have been tentative, although in 2016 is when Steve Park posted uh, unused artwork for the album online, mm-hmm. and this was the listing anyway, so right. it was fairly determined anyway. Sure. Starts off with When I Lay My Hands on You, Super Cute, Underneath the Cream, all those three songs we've heard here, uh, then Golden Parachute, When Will We Be Paid, The Daisy Chain, and then Gamilla, which we'll get to in this uh, podcast. You Make My Sunshine, which we'll get to. Uh, my Medallion, and then Hi. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting album to think of, and I can't even imagine that being an actual Prince release. Yeah. Not because I think it's bad. It just didn't happen, and I don't know that I've ever listened to the songs in that order either. Huh. Hmm. Um, I thought Hi is one of the more... Unique sounding songs on this compilation, especially yeah. when it comes to drums. Okay. It's got a very experimental sound to it, like Prince was trying to do something different or new with drums. 
Okay. And I think also the rhythm guitar in this is great. In the background, you can hear it from 27 seconds to 43 seconds, kind of this high-pitched, almost acoustic rhythm guitar Mm -hmm. um, that is easy to overlook. I don't know. There are times when I think, is this, is this cheesy? Is it corny? And the answer I always come up with is, well, maybe, you know, I'm going to get you high. My music's going Uh to make you feel good. But it's also freaking infectious. Yeah. And that erase, like, I don't even care anymore. I don't care that it might be kind of a goofy idea to be like prince gonna get you high uh-huh. okay prince yeah all right but it but he kind of does it kind of does it has me coming back you know like i got to beat make it act like a hooligan yeah it's so fun yeah. and it's not the first time that prince has kind of toyed with this idea of he is not only our dealer, but the manufacturer of the drug that we crave the most because right. he touched on that in Purple Music, yes. which was called Welcome to the Freedom Galaxy and during his last tour, right. which he played live. And yes. so he was maybe working on it again. So it kind of makes sense that, you know, early in his career, he would t- have this idea, mm-hmm. be talking about it in Purple Music swing around to it here in the middle of his career in yeah. high and then go back to revisiting it. Yeah. In 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although in purple music, he was the one getting high here. It's I'm going to get you the listener. Right. High. But you're right. There's the same it's, kind of thing. Music yeah. is the drug. The music is the drug. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of self mentioning in the song too, more than I think of any other Prince song that I can oh, mm-hmm. imagine. Okay. Name checking himself in the chorus. And then bobbing your tail to another one of Prince jams. Yeah. Trying to look real coy. Bobbing your tail to another one of Prince jams. Trying to look real coy. I also love the end of the end of verses here are really, really fun. Like the end of verse one, the horn goes beep, the uh-huh. music in the Jeep goes. Uh-huh. You know, and there's some inter- interesting rhyming there too yeah. going on. And there's even a little Jeep uh-huh. in there yeah. too. Yeah. I uh-huh. thought it was really fun. I did too. Yep. There's these like prominent plucky guitars in there too. Mm-hmm. That's it's really nice. It's such a delicate balance because it's loud but not distractingly so. Right. I thought it was yeah. really really good. I think he reveals too. He said this in a lot of interviews. Or uh, Lisa Coleman has said this that when they were making music together, Prince's favorite way to listen to his own music was in the car. Uh huh. Um, so we've got the. The horn goes beep, the music in the Jeep, uh-huh. and then the end of verse two, the door goes slam, now you sing this jam. It's yeah. all about like the joy of 
driving around and listening to music that makes you happy. Yeah. Well, it makes you happier. Like, and he, you've had a bad day yes. and you get in the car and put this song on. You're not going to, your day is not going to be bad. Your evenings are not ruined by whatever happened during the day because you've got this fun song to listen to. Aren't you lucky? Yeah. The door goes slam. Now you sing this jam. Go. Get some music at your heart. Yeah. And a little bit of everyday life understanding from Prince. Like, uh-huh. I mean, uh, yes, Prince had one of them days, I'm sure plenty where people are getting on his last nerve, but you want to quit this job, get your swerve on. Isn't really something that I think Prince experienced a whole lot. N- a, no, you know, but he worked with people he who did. probably, wanted to quit their job. Yes. Either yeah. he, just more either they like were this... people he brought in. They were like, I hate my job. And he's like, you know what? I like things you do. Come work for me. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like a little bit of everyday insight that you don't normally get from Prince. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot of, of course, preaching and, uh, love songs and sex songs uh-huh. and sex and God. Not a lot of, I want to quit this job because people are getting on my last nerve, you know? <laughs> yeah. And again, you mentioned the, is it cheesy for Prince want to say he's going to get us high? Is it cheesy for him to have rising vocals? All I want to do is get you high. All I want to do is get you high. Is it cheesy? Maybe. Is it super fun? Yes, absolutely. And the way he sings high, high, high. Uh-huh. I mean, it's higher than I can even dream of hearing my own voice. The yes. fact that he can get that high on the word high uh-huh. is insane. It's right. Like three minutes and 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a misheard lyric. Oh, let's hear it. So for years... I sing it wrong, and I still sing it wrong, even though I know better now. So, if you've ever been down real low, uh-huh. put the jam in the Jeep. Let's go. Okay. That's the correct lyric. Yes, that's the correct lyric. What okay. I heard, and I always wondered why he talked about an elephant, but... I didn't care. So if you've elephant down real low, that's what I heard was elephant <laughs> instead no of idea. ever been down real low. I thought it'd be elephant down real low. And I'm that's like, that is the elephant doing limbo? Is that like the fun thing that we're supposed to be imagining? <laughs> For years. That's I what I heard. Didn't know that. <laughs> the elephant down real low. I'm like, <laughs> it's a big sound down? What? Huh? I don't care. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this could have been like a zoo jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a zoo jam. <laughs> and then there's a little spot at 4 minutes and 23, there's like this piano bit. And it sounded a little bit like Shep Pettibone mixes Oh, to me. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even catch that, but I made a note about the same thing. The, the nice little piano solo at the end uh-huh. with some great rhythm guitar work going on all over the place, too. 
but yeah, you're right. It does have that signature ship Pettibone feel from mm-hmm. the strange relationship and whatever the other song we yeah. listened to that was his mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a bunch of them. There have been. But it, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit, but mm-hmm. like in a good way. Yeah. yeah like kind of housey. This, yeah. Kind of mix. Yeah. 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 Then we have one song that we have talked about in the past. Yes, we have. The Dance. It was not released to the NPG Music Club. It was first released March 29th, 2004 on this album. Right. It was removed and replaced-ish with different tracking yeah. um, when it came to streaming right. in 2015 on Tidal. Uh, this is a different version than was included on 3121. Correct. I, I thought this one had a little bit more of a urban vibe than the 3121 version, too. Yeah, the 3121 version had that, um, well, Prince was playing around with that a lot on 3121, the vocodery kind of, mm-hmm. especially towards the end when he screams, it's just not fair, it's just not fair. <laughs> it's got kind of the auto-tune thing going yeah. on that's not happening here. This is a little more uh-huh. organic, maybe, too. Okay. Yeah. You know, obviously, this is a ballad. Right. This is more of what I would call a more... Traditional mainstream ballad. kind mm. of Prince ballad, yeah, traditional, the kind of road we've been down before, mm-hmm. where it's all or nothing, over dramatic. Yeah. But of course, that's what makes a song, right? If you just right. had this normal life and normal relationships, <laughs> yeah. why would you sing about Boring. it? But even yeah. just the chorus, I'd, I never want to feel this way again. If I can't be mm-hmm. your lover, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. I never want to feel this way. So if he doesn't have her the way he wants her, he doesn't even want her in his life. Yeah, I mean, it's is longing there... and romantic yeah. and over the top and yeah, yeah. Um, he does this vocalizing though at like two minutes and thirteen seconds, very sensual, mm. and I really yeah. enjoyed it. And then right yeah. after that, at two minutes and 20 seconds, I had not noticed a nice little electric guitar part in the right channel that I thought, man, I could go for more of this in the song. It makes it sound a little more finished mm-hmm. and a little more, uh, I don't know, urgent, I guess you could say, with the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. But there's just very little of it. It's very sparse and it's very hard to pick up, too, if you're not yeah. listening closely. Kind of interesting how he kind of wants her forever, but then he's also kind of afraid of that too. Yeah, I don't want to go too fast because uh-huh. if I do, you just might stay. <laughs> right. I want you to stay forever. I don't want to be your friend. I only want to be your lover. Mm -hmm. But, oh, if I do that, you might stick around. And that's scary, too. Right. I I agree with you. I also thought that's a little bit of insight into an admission of vulnerability, Mm -hmm. maybe. Like, I do think I want this, but 
then again, it's going to change everything. If, uh-huh. you, if you're always here, what's that going to be like? Right. Am you I going to get bored with you? The answer is yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did go back and listen to the 3121 version also, because after uh-huh. I heard this one a few times, I'm like, how does the 3121 <laughs> version start? I don't remember. And I forgot how it's got this... It's even more overdramatic. It's got this piano and orchestrated intro that's very like, uh, I don't know, like you're watching like a Greek tragedy unfold, you know, that kind of thing. Uh This is more of, I think it's true, this is an earlier version of the song. Probably got on the Chocolate Invasion because it was recorded after the MPG Music Club, Mm -hmm. would be my guess. And then removed from it in 2015 when it went on title because it was re-recorded and included on 3121. So Mm -hmm. why let this inferior version out into the wild again Uh is my guess. Yeah, probably. Then we have Gamilla. Gamilla. B-side to the Daisy Chain. It was also released April 14th, 2001. It was credited to the NPG mm-hmm. on the single release, but in the music club where it was released, which was the number 11, right. it was credited to Prince. Yes. So. Right. Naji is on sax. Jerome Naji Rashid. Right. Is on saxophone. Yeah, he toured with Prince as mm-hmm. part of the One Night Alone tour, and also played on the Rainbow Children. Mm-hmm. It's got. It's a nice continuation from the dance. They share these like shimmery bells. Mm-hmm. They're shimmery bells that start in Camilla. There's these shimmery bells that were at three minutes and thirty five seconds in the dance. So they kind of fit together. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I do agree they fit together. I do think it kind of draws out this kind of very slow ending to the compilation, though. We've got the dance, which is a ballad. Gamilla, which is ballad-ish, even though it's an instrumental Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of this jazzy thing. Right. And then, of course, ends with another ballad. So I kind of think it, uh, it struck me that it was an odd inclusion. Okay. When I think of other Prince instrumentals on albums, they kind of are like a palate cleanser. Okay. If you think of like Parade, the soundtrack for Under the Cherry Moon, Venus de Milo is kind of between, it's almost like a mood changer. Okay. Where this doesn't really change the mood at all. Right. It kind of just continues to tell the same story. Mm -hmm. That's Um, fine. I did want to know what Gamilla was. Um, oh, what did you find? I found that it was a variant of Jamila, uh-huh. J-A-M-I-L-A, which mm-hmm. in Arabic means beautiful. Yes, it's a female name. Oh, okay. It's beautiful or elegant. I didn't know if it was Jamila, or do you say the J is a soft J sound, or is it still G-G-G-Milla? I think it's a J sound. Okay. It peaked in popularity in the United States in the late 1970s. Oh, all right. Never struck me as a name that I would think of. But no. then again, it lost its popularity just as I was born. Right, exactly. So I guess I should just be glad I'm not named Jamila. <laughs> then we have the final song on the compilation. Well put. You Make My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. 
uh, originally released as a standalone single on December the 21st of 2000. Um, evidently, there was some kind of puzzle you had to go through to be able to get the that. artwork and track listing. Yes. And then there was a retail release April 10th of 2001. Yeah, so, so five you know, months later. If you hadn't been able to figure out the puzzle, uh-huh. you could get a printed version of it. A printed version of it. Yes, all you had to do was go to uh, Best Buy uh-huh. or Musicland. That was yep. still a thing back then. Yeah. Um, it was also the B-side to the work part one mm-hmm. from the Rainbow Children. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's the only known Prince-related track with Angie Stone. Yeah, and I went and like read about Angie Stone too because I got confused. I was gonna, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about you make my sunshine because there's this new nationwide commercial, and in my head it was Angie Stone singing in this oh. nationwide commercial, and it's not. It's Jill Scott. Oh, um, so I'm completely wrong. Oh. Makes no sense. But I went and read about. Angie Stone, her mm-hmm. debut album came out shortly before this time period, so Prince was very good about finding young talent and wanting to work with them. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the case here. But if you read Angie Stone's Wikipedia page, there is nary a mention of Prince as someone she worked with at really? all, ever. Yeah. Huh. Which I would think uh, that's a pretty big milestone in your yeah. career, no matter how experienced you are. But um, yeah, not a mention. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, it's Prince, Angie Stone, Kip Blackshire, and the Four Ladies of Millennia. Yep. Uh, There is a video. Yes, there is. Uh Uh-huh. Prince is in a really nice red outfit and his not-so-nice Raven to the Joy Fantastic hairstyle. (laughs) Um, He's got a pretty cool gold cane. There's some really very cheesy visual effects and dancing done by Millennia, but Angie looks amazing she has this super fly afro that's red mm, yeah. and it's absolutely gorgeous yeah she's got um, her afro on the cd cover too mm-hmm. it's a picture of prince and her yep like sitting on the ground back to back yep yeah yeah yep. she kind of sits in this throny thing mm. in the video okay and you get to see prince's cool ear cuffs and not great hair and you know um, it's got a very modern gospel sound. Yes, it does. Um, kind of, I mean, very, very soulful ballad with Prince with a pretty falsetto and that Hammond organ sound mm-hmm. that I think you've said in the past that you weren't wild about. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. Um, the original CD version was mm-hmm. 5 minutes and 56 seconds. This version, it's got some ad-libbing at the end that takes it to just over 7 minutes okay. in length. It does not surprise me that she's sitting on a throne since he literally sings, put your ass right down here on this throne, Uh as, you know, (laughs) lyric number two in verse one. Yes. Put your ass right down here on this throne. Well, Prince likes to be literal. Sure does. Yep. I could tell you what the I in pimp stands for. somebody tell me because i think it probably just means that a pimp is looking out for himself one and only yes but is there something else that i don't understand i don't think so i looked up to see if pimp was an acronym for anything (laughs) 
Okay. And it is not. It actually dates back to like the 1600s as a term. Okay. And it came from like a person who was uh, very elegantly dressed, very oh. over the top. Okay. I didn't know that it went back that far. Uh, yeah. Well, I was like, I thought it was an acronym that went meant something. And it's, no, that's not where it comes from. But, okay. Okay. So I, my idea of it being a guy who's looking out for himself is. I'm on board. Okay. I'm totally on board. Okay. And he says, uh, your eyes are wide shut. Uh-huh. This was post the movie Eyes Wide yeah, Shut. Yeah, it probably inspired him because so, he liked turns of phrases like uh-huh. that or interesting ways of putting words together. Yeah, that was yeah. a weird movie too. Seems like the kind of thing Prince would have seen. He'd have got he'd have rented the theater out at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and driven over there. And I don't know if he would have made it through at this time in the early two thousands. If oh, that might have, I bet he would. It was nineteen ninety nine when that movie came out. So I okay. bet he. I bet he made it through. He probably enjoyed it more than he'd admit. He's got one of those creepy masks. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So Prince sings verse one and Angie Stone gets verse two starting Mm -hmm. at two minutes and 20 seconds. And I've got to say her voice is great. Yes. Listen to me now, baby. It's the... I mean, no offense to the other female vocalists who appear on this early earlier, but she is by far the strongest female vocalist on this compilation of songs Agreed. and even reminds, reminds me a little bit of Rosie Gaines. Like uh-huh. that was the last time before this that Prince had a very strong female vocalist to mm-hmm. sing with. Yep. There's some lyrics that Angie sings that are very apropos today. Okay. Uh, Pretty little lies Uh that the rich keep using. I opened up my eyes. The only reason they're winning is because I keep losing. Pretty little lies that the rich keep using. Like, oh, Prince saw the income inequality yeah. much more clearly and long before most uh, Americans did. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought it was Yeah, good. very um, ahead of its time, I think is fair to say. And, and also yeah. kind of of its time. It has sure. this fast-delivered bridge that feels really mm-hmm. 60s inspired, yep. which was kind of a thing in the... Yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. There was this kind of throwback movement. So. Yeah, I kept, I had sort of always ignored the song, honestly, mm-hmm. especially before this compilation came out because it was this freestanding single right. type song. And so I was like, well, I should listen to this really carefully and like hear, it's not just about being in love with someone and having your face light up because they're around. It's an empowering song Mm -hmm. and realizing your own self-worth. Yeah. Um, And I appreciated it a lot more listening to it now than I ever had before. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned there were some uh, ad-lib vocal things at the end. Yeah. Doobie, doobie, doobie. Do bad, do bad, do bad, do bad. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, like from Which five minutes and 55 seconds uh-huh. through the end, lots of improv vocals by both Angie Stone and Prince, and they're uh-huh. very soulful. There's hand claps going on in the background. Uh-huh. Um, all Some of which... Prince laugh. Yes. Yeah, which yep. is really fun. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it was a good song. I found it a little long. Yes. I mean, especially after following two slow tracks. Right. Ballads. Yes. Um, seven minutes and six seconds is a long time. Yes. Um, so I actually kind of prefer the shorter version. That's fair. Yeah. As much as I like those things that happen at the end. Yeah. It was a little over long for yeah, me. I agree. Yeah. But I could also see him saying, I've got this talent in Andrew Stone. We're going to make a song yeah. last as long as it possibly can. Right. That's fair. All right. So that's all the music that we're going to cover today. So we have some choices to make. We choose three things. We choose a time capsule, something that exemplifies the time at which the material was recorded or when it was released. Mm -hmm. Uh, The sea, the S-E-A, the low point, the bottom of the ocean, the thing that we like the least. Right. And the mountain, the tippy top. Ooh, the tippy top. That we enjoyed. Yes, the tippy top. Okay. These are my rules, so I go first. It was really hard to choose a time capsule for me. Yeah, um, it was for me too. But I ended up going with You Make My Sunshine because of that 60s throwback mm-hmm. and the overall gospel urban feel was mm-hmm. kind of of that time. And it makes sense that it would be of that time working with Angie Stone, maybe somebody who was who was new to her career, yep. maybe working in a little more contemporary of a space. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I uh, can't argue with that. I couldn't argue with any time capsule choice here, but mine was high. Okay. Just because of what I described as the new drum sound uh-huh. of the track. Um, it was unique also. The drums in that were more, they're, they're sort of live but also kind of echoey and just uh, very different from any other song on this compilation and that I'd heard from Prince before, too. Yeah, there's kind of a bongo live hand-played sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also a little metallic-y. Yeah. Yes. Um, and not as in uh, Lars from Metallica. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you impressed that I know the first name of the drummer from Metallica? I think I deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, uh, Also, the fact that it was the title track to the canceled album, High. Yeah. Kind of, um, whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh, there's a title track from an album that never was. Yeah. All right. The C, the low point, underneath the cream. Oh, really? Okay. I just, it's the one I tended to skip the most. Okay. Um, Because there were other things I liked better. Yeah. That was on my short list, but I went with the dance. Okay. And it wasn't that I dislike, actually, I don't dislike any songs on this compilation. Neither. I just find the dance, like I said before, overblown, overdramatic. And although this version is not quite so much overblown as uh, the 3121 version, Mm -hmm. um, I still find it a little overdramatic. Okay. I don't think I have to explain myself anymore. I chose the dance. (laughs) Next. (laughs) And the mountain, the thing that we like the most, uh, because it's so catchy and fun and dirty, and I love it. Super cute. Oh, all right. Yes. I can't argue with that either. I love it so much. I could listen to that song on repeat for a very long time. I'll remember that on our next road trip. (laughs) (laughs) I found it very tough to pick a mountain, too, because I found... That there are songs on 
this somewhat forgotten album, quote unquote, that are really kind of classic Prince songs to me. I'd put them in the, in some of his best, not like any of these are top 10 or even top 20 Prince songs, but uh, I mean, the guy has so much recorded studio music that there are upper tier songs and then there are run of the mill songs and then there's, you know, crap. <laughs> Um, and I put these in top tier songs. When I lay my hands on you, super cute, sex me, sex me not, vavoom. I think that those four out of the ten, yeah, for me, are songs I really enjoy listening to. They're unique and um, put a smile on my face for one reason or the other. So I was trying to decide between those four, um, and I went with Vavoom. Okay. Gets the nod for me. I was so excited to hear the song when it was finally released, and it has such great, uh, this kind of weird, pitchy vocal delivery and the guitar playing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, and I think it would have made a great radio single, too, huh. um, at the time. I could see that being, yeah. hearing it on a top 40 radio station. That's Yes, super fair. I thought you were going to pick Sex Me, Sex Me Not, but... I love that, too. I the know. Rap, the rap parts, uh-huh. um, and um, come on, Prince, don't leave it like that. Uh-huh. Sex me, what? Sex me, who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on board for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was tough. Yeah. Tough to choose. Yeah. All right, next time. Next time, uh, compilation number two, The Slaughterhouse. We've got 10 more tracks that we'll check out. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, we thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Do tell a friend because it's way more fun when you can listen with a friend. Join us on the social media. Rate and review wherever you get your podcasts so that we can get found. And until next time, happy purple listening. Thanks for sticking with us. It's got a very experiment. experiment. <laughs> <laughs>